0: Hey, Matthew 6, go ahead and open to Matthew 6, and before we read here, I want to ask younger people here, um, so probably younger people still in the home, what, I want to ask you this question here, so are you guys ready to answer? That was a yes, right? <laughs> What what truth about God have your parents told you or shared with you to encourage you to do what is right? So maybe something your parents have said to you, maybe it's been over and over again, they've shared with you something that to encourage you to do what is right. Are there going to be any answers. Somebody said something back there. Well, younger, I'm thinking we have 18 and younger in here. Plenty. Plenty in here. Um, I'm going to wait here just a second. That awkward silence. I see some talking to each other here. Any. Something your parents have taught you about God. Share with you about God to encourage you to do what what is right. Okay, parents, help your kids out here. Remind them. What's something maybe you have shared with your kids, a truth about God, the nature of God, to encourage them to do what is right? God sees them. God sees them. That's kind of like, hey, even though dad and mom's not in the room, you're not getting away with it. God sees you. Kids, okay, does that refresh your memory? Any of you, your parents share that with you guys? You kids? Let me see your hand raised if that was the truth for you. Really hesitant. Okay. (laughs) That God sees you. That God is everywhere present all the time. God's omnipresence, everywhere present. He sees you. And the reality is, it goes beyond that. Not just that God sees you, but that we're accountable to Him, right? Um, Jeremiah 23, 23 and 24 says this, Am I a God who is near, declares the Lord, and not a God far off? Can a man hide himself in hiding places? So I do not see them, declares the Lord. Do I not fill the heaven?" And the earth hebrews four thirteen says this, and there is no creature hidden from his sight, but all things are open and laid bare to the eyes of him with whom we have to do all of us um, naked before God, our souls are with him to whom we have to do, with him to whom we are accountable to, that we will give we give answer to. Well, here in in Matthew 6, we see that God is a God who is in secret. He sees in secret. And we're to come to him. A Christian comes to God in this reality that he is in secret and he sees in secret. So then live your life out in light of this reality, Christ is telling us in the Sermon on the Mount. Let's go ahead and read here, starting in Matthew 6, verse 1. Beware of practicing your righteousness before men to be noticed by them. Otherwise, you have no reward with your Father who is in heaven. So when you give to the poor, do not sound a trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, so that they may be honored by them. Truly I say to you, they have their reward in full. But when you give to the poor... Do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving will be in secret, and your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. When you pray, you are not to be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and on the street corners, so that they may be seen by men. Truly I say to you, they have their reward in full. But you, when you pray, go into your inner room, close your door, and pray to your Father who is in secret. And your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And when you are praying, do not use meaningless repetition as the Gentiles do, for they suppose that they will be heard for their many words. So do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. Pray then in this way, Our Father, who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven." Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we also forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. For if you forgive others for their transgressions, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, then your Father will not forgive your transgressions. Verse 16, Whenever you fast, do not put on a gloomy face, as the hypocrites do. For they neglect their appearance, so that they will be noticed by men when they are fasting. Truly I say to you, they have their reward in full. But you, when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, so that your fasting will not be noticed by men, but by your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. I'm going to ask the young people again, here another question. What, what are some reoccurring words here? In these 18 verses of Matthew 6. What are some of the reoccurring words that. Maybe you heard as we read through this. Notice any of them. Okay in secret. In secret. That happened. That came up a few times. Any other words. Rewards. Okay your father will reward you. The things that are done in secret. Okay good job. Those are. The key, I think the key words here, good job. Now, let's go back to verse 1 here. Verse 1 is the theme of these 18 verses here. This is the subject matter that Christ is talking about. So in verse 1, he says, Beware, beware of practicing your righteousness before men to be noticed by them. Otherwise, you have no reward with your Father who is in heaven. So this, this word, beware, one, it's it's an ongoing reality for the believer. Just as praying is, just as giving is, just as fasting is, this is something ongoing. It's not something that was done once and then that's all that it's ever done. But this is an ongoing reality to, to beware of. As often as we are doing this, beware of this, Christ says. And, it, and beware is the idea of, To be in a state of alert, to be concerned about, care for, take care of, is to be in a continuous state of readiness to learn of any future danger, need or error, and to respond appropriately. So give special attention to this, Christ is saying. Give special attention to this. This is true spirituality. This is true religion here. It's it's not these things of outwardness. And when we think of of Christ's time here and we think of uh, what was prominent with the Pharisees, the scribes, and this time, this this outwardness of religion, right, this, this show of religion, and this is something Christ over and over again condemns the Pharisees and the scribes for is that they have this outwardness about them, but inwardly, remember, he calls them whited sepulchers, they're, they're tombs. They look nice, they're white on the outside, but inside they're full of dead man bones. But he so he says, take care, listen to this, pay attention to this. And just for myself, you know, I have to come and, and think what did I give attention to this past week? What, what consumed me this past week? Well, this is something that is to consume the child of God. To think about this, beware of this. And what is it? Beware of practicing your righteousness before men to be noticed by them. This harkens back to uh, verse twenty of chapter five, where it says, "I for I say to you that unless your righteousness surpasses that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will not enter." The kingdom of heaven. And then, and at the end of chapter five, it says this, therefore you're to be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. So once again, it's this, this true spirituality. What is, what is it that, um, results in or that, um, is the characteristic of a person who enters the kingdom of God? And he's saying it, it's not this outwardness, it's an inward reality. This is true righteousness, so beware of this, of practicing your righteousness before men to be noticed by them. He says this, and as he goes on, another word that was reoccurring here is hypocrites, right? Hypocrisy. Uh, of this This looks spiritual. These Pharisees, they look like, they act like you th- they that they know God. But that's not the reality in their hearts. They look like they're doing this for God. But the reality is they're doing it for themselves. See, they are, this is hypocrisy when one is not doing it, doing their righteousness for the Lord, but for self. It's sin, it's pride, it's idolatry. And I mean, this creeps in ever so subtly in our lives. You know, if we came in this morning, with the youth orchestra, there's, or whoever, play, a lot of people in here play instruments, with the orchestra coming in before, before us with our offering, and they're here you know, playing their music and everything, and here comes so-and-so with their offering today. I mean, we would look at that and say, obviously, that's, that's not right. <laughs> um, that's not true religion, right? But it comes in ever so subtly when our, our eyes t- turn inward of, well, look what I'm doing here. I mean, in the smallest of things, and it's shameful. I just think in my own life uh, of, <laughs> and debate whether or not to even share this, but ever so subtly, I've just, I know for myself, one time setting up chairs or adjusting chairs, and it's like this, look at what I'm doing and who's noticing what I'm doing. And it just came reality. I can't even do this on my own. <laughs> you know, I can't even set up chairs on my own. And that's something here, when we talk about practicing our righteous deeds, this isn't something that, oh, here, you need to work harder. It's that, oh, here, flee to Christ. Run to Him and seek His face. And and our need for the Spirit to be filled with the Spirit in this. It's not something of ourselves to do. So this is true religion. Living for God. Living out our righteousness for God, not for self. Practicing righteousness. He says... Beware of practicing your righteousness. This is what Christians do. We practice our righteousness. 1 John 2.29, if you know that he is righteous, you know that everyone also who practices righteousness is born of him. 1 John 3, seven. little children, make sure no one deceives you. The one who practices righteousness is righteous, just as he is righteous. And Jesus says here, what, what are the righteous acts that Jesus is talking about here that um, he, he expounds on these examples? What are they? What are the righteous acts that he talks about here down through verse 18? Prayer, giving, and fasting. Job. So these are the, the righteous acts. This is what Christians do as a result of what God has wrought inwardly in our hearts. This new life, a life that loves him, that loves his word, that loves what is right. And here the key is, is motive. I mean, it's interesting, back in, in chapter 5, 14 and 15, says this, "...you are the light of the world, a city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor does anyone light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on on the lampstand. And it gives light to all who are in the house." Let your light shine before men, in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. So it's not that nobody sees these things. It's not that we don't pray in public. We have our prayer meetings and we pray publicly. It's not that we don't that the offering box should be in some hidden dark corner somewhere that nobody sees. Or fasting, we've had all day uh, fast as a church body, but it's the motive. Here, that he's talking about. The motive in which we do these things. Because, as he says in chapter 6, verse 1, what, what does he warn them against? Doing this to be noticed by them, doing this before men in order to be noticed by them. So, that's what we're to beware of. Otherwise, he says, you will have no reward with your Father who is in heaven. It's empty. It's empty before the Lord. There's no value in it. It's vain. It's it's there's nothing to that, the things that are done to please men. That's not what religion is. That's not what true spirituality is before God. So what's he say? He tells us then to give in secret because God sees in secret. And he will reward you. He says, pray in secret because God who is in secret and sees in secret will reward you. He tells us to fast in secret because God who is in secret and sees in secret will reward you. So do these things. It's it's about motive. Why are we doing these things? Are we doing these things as to the Lord, to glorify him? Right, it's um, the Westminster Catechism. Uh, what is the chief end of man? is to glorify God and enjoy him forever. This is what we are saved to, to glorify God. So how do we do that? It's with this motive that, and what we are doing, we're doing it as unto him. And that's what he talks about in chapter 5, right? Do your works, let your light shine so that they will glorify us, that's what he's warning against in chapter 6, so that they'll glorify your Father who is in heaven. So God, God is in secret, and he sees in secret. And just like to give a few other applications here, just from this reality. And this is what really stood out in, in the chapter to me. Um, it's just this idea here, Of the nature of God that he is in secret. And he sees in secret. So just some other things for us to think about here. To practice righteousness in secret. Is to do them as to the Lord. We are doing them for his glory. Not our own. Are we giving, fasting, praising to please man. And for our glory. Or are we doing these things to please our father. And for his glory. In this only comes through the reality of the new birth, right? From a new life in Christ where he's um, given us that heart that we love him, that we want to glorify him, that we, he has delivered us from ourselves, from this idolatry of self, this self-centeredness of doing all things, of making life about ourselves. He's freed us from that to live for him, for his glory, 1 Corinthians 13.4 says, Love does not seek its own. The essence of what God puts in us, this love that no longer seeks its own, but seeks God's glory. Something else here. Everything we do, think about this, everything we do is of significant importance because God is in secret and sees in secrets and will reward. And, and I think this is part of, what we as parents desire to communicate to our kids, not just, yeah, there is this fear of, hey, listen, God always sees you. You're not getting away. You might look over your shoulders and think you're getting away with this lie, with stealing or deceit, whatever it is, but you're not. So there is that essence of fear, but it's, it's this, listen, everything you do is significant because it's before the living God. Think about it, to this list of giving, praying, fasting could be added, work, your serving, your dress, eating, drinking, right? First Corinthians 10.31, whatever you eat or drink due, due to the honor and glory of God. Parenting, cleaning, preaching, teaching, play, school, and the list can go on. All these things have significance, everything we do is of utmost significance because it is always before God, our Father, who is in secret and sees in secret. Our whole life is one of worship. It's just not of these certain things that are before God. But for the Christian, they are the temple of God. God indwelling us, living out our lives before God, who is present. Which makes everything that we do of great significance. There's other places in scripture. Ephesians 5 talks about proving, testing what is pleasing to God. Test it. Hold it up to God, because that's who we're living before. Something else here. We do not have to have some amazing ability or be at our best to serve God, to please Him, because He is in secret and sees in secret. You think, you know, I could do more for God if I was like that person, or if I had those means, or... I was in that situation, or, you know, I can't do what I used to be able to do, so I'm not as as much value, or I can't serve, or I can't please God. God is in secret and sees in secret. I mean, we think about the, um, the widow and the widow widow's might. Remember that Christ uh, used to teach the disciples there. She went, all, all these other people have great means, they're throwing their money uh, giving their money there at the temple, and here comes this this widow who who has, I mean, is giving what she has. And Christ recognizes that she's given more. He says than these others. Well, what Christian cannot have the right heart and motive before God in secret with whatever it is that God has given us to do today, with whatever situation God has placed us in today? You think of. Some individuals in our church that are very limited in what they can do physically right now. And yet they can pray. And God sees that. It's no small thing of our motive, of our heart, in whatever situation we're in. I know when I was pastoring, I often met with... um with elderly individuals who very often were discouraged because they couldn't do what they used to be able to do. And it was as though, you know, well, I just can't, I'm not as much value. You know, I I can't serve God. I don't have as much to offer. And and there wasn't a a gripping of this reality of what I can do right now, I can give more time to prayer. (laughs) You know, I could give more time to... whatever it is, but this is significant with what I can do now. You know, I think of just one aspect of the lie of euthanasia. It's this idea that at some point in time, the elderly just become such a burden. I mean, that they're useless. This doesn't happen in God's economy. Okay, just a few other thoughts and won't elaborate on these. No righteous act goes unnoticed by God, for he is in secret and sees in secret. And I think this has already been alluded to. No righteous act goes unnoticed by God. Think about this to everything we do is before the Lord intimately because he's in secret and he sees in secret. The intimacy here for the child of God in secret, sees in secret. And then one last one here. The value of what we do is not determined by what other people think or by what notoriety might come from it. The value is that God sees it. So so beware. Let us beware. Let, let us take heed to this. Beware of practicing our righteousness before men to be noticed by them. Otherwise, you have no reward with your Father who is in heaven because God, He is in secret and He sees in secret and He will reward those things done and the right motive is unto Him.